0: day back at our division previews we unfortunately have reached the nfc south portion of the show now the boys voted to not even do these i said we must we must talk through these wretched divisions the same as we did the rest go check those out if you have not already but it's still technically football and we'll discuss it as such isn't that right boys Scoob's here the McMahon's here and we are ready to talk some nfc south football there's a gun pointed
1: at me off screen right now they're making me do this
0: is it baker mayfield
1: it is is the one holding the pistol how did you know know i actually
0: he got me last night yeah
1: he's on the run now he just ran out of the room
0: he is the starting quarterback of these tampa bay buccaneers their number is six and a half last year they went eight and nine won the division Promptly lost to the Cowboys would they do this offseason Coley anything of note well Tom Brady's uh, retired he said I can't
2: do this anymore uh, they, they also got rid of Byron left which is offensive coordinator because they didn't really care how that uh, went uh, they they brought back really no one who uh, no one from outside the organization like they signed Baker like you said, They brought back uh, Jamal Dean and Levante David, who are legitimately very good.
0: Outside of that, uh, it's,
2: it's more of the same.
0: I don't know why they brought them back. Like you said, they are good players, but this just feels like a point where it's time to trade your vets or let the ones that are free agents go on and start for that next chapter of teams. I don't know if they feel that way. Because they have a quarterback in Mayfield that's trying to, I mean, make a spot. Todd Bowles fighting in his second chance as a head coach. I don't think they're willing to, like, lay down and tank, even if they should. And the Evans, Godwin, Shaq Bear, Levante David, all these guys who are helpful veterans. It feels like they make sense to keep if you think you're another immediate quarterback away. Maybe Baker Mayfield's that guy.
2: They had the quarterback who led the league in passing last year, and they were bad. They were a bad team. The problems were not just at the quarterback position. Their line was ravaged by injuries, and it's already not great this year. So I don't I don't know what the plan I don't know what they're cooking.
0: Lower. Do they, should they, will they? Why haven't they already traded Mike Evans and Chris
1: Godwin? They're just looking for the right suitor. Just wait, waiting for a team to... Get an injury, you know, then the price goes up a little bit. They, Those guys are old.
0: They could get the injury.
1: Yeah, that is one way to look at it, but they're, they're the Buccaneers. What do they know?
0: What their draft drafted like, Coley? They got any type of young guys that? What, what, why should Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans watch this team? Is essentially what I meant. <laughs> and like as you said that, I couldn't even
2: recall. Kalijah you can't, they, see. Kalijah 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 can't see, which can't I think I do that was like. their
1: first round pick. Yeah, and I know uh, I know they took Trey Palmer, wide receiver. He's been doing some things preseason, so they seem to like him. So that yeah. might sp- speed up the process to trade those other two. Hey, Scoob, are you the GM in?
0: of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
1: I'm not, but I for some reason <laughs> I, I know a lot about them because I'm I'm a bad Dynasty fantasy owner, so I have a lot of Buccaneers on my team. I got Rashad White, I got Sean Tucker, so I'm going down with the ship over here. Your Bucks
0: and the <laughs> ship bucks. will go down.
1: And yeah, on that note, under, way under, I think uh, definitely a team in competition for that number one pick this year. And I feel like this is a team that only gets worse as the year goes on. They'll trade off pieces. They could still trade Levante David, those guys that Coley mentioned.
2: Very true. Like, they they took Jose Ramirez in the sixth. He's already been cut. People were high on him coming into the draft. He's been cut. They took Yaya Diabe out of Louisville in the third. I know how one person here feels about him just based off association with the calculators. Um, And they took Cody Mock in the second round, who people did like as an offensive lineman, which they very much needed. But even Trey Palmer, like, his big thing was, like, he's got everything you want in a receiver except for hands. So if he grew those, we'll see. We'll, we will see.
0: We will see. I'd like to see that happen. I just don't know if it does in particular. And as I was looking like I know this has been a team trying to win 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 the last couple of years, they just do not have like young studs really on this roster. Like the last couple of drafts has been like Kyle Trask, they drafted a punter in the first four rounds. So there's I think like Rashad White could be out fun Maybe for fantasy, not as much real life because the line and quarterback options stink. But I just don't see it, man. Their young studs are
2: but, Vita Vea and Tristan Wirfs. Like those are their young studs, which guys you want. But like, how much are they impacting everything else? I don't know.
0: I think I mean Kansi in there. I'd like this I just want the visual image of Kalaji Kansi standing next to <laughs> Vita Vea. <laughs> what what Todd Bowl, maybe he has him stand up on his shoulders or go under his legs to get under the line. I don't know. I do think yeah, they would and should trade those bets. I like Antoine Winfield as well, Wirfs, Vita Vea. outside that everybody else could and should go today. Do, do we even need to look at their schedule? Does it you know what I mean? Like I really. Yeah, like it's it stinks because they're bad, but they also won the division last year, so they're playing the toughest schedule of these teams, at least. And I think they're the worst team in this division. If I'm reading
2: this right, they're like random 17th game that everyone's assigned is the Bills, so that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fake. And One it's on Buffalo on a Thursday.
0: In <laughs> December.
2: They were like, here's a loss. Just, that's what you got. You got a loss here.
0: The chip on Mayfield's shoulder grows bigger. I'm going higher on chips on Baker Mayfield's shoulder, but for win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six 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 and a half. It's a lower for me, dog.
1: That should have been my hot take for the season. Baker Mayfield MVP, comeback player of the year.
0: Slime MVP, like Mitch Trubisky. Two-time slime MVP, Mitch Trubisky. On to the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I hate this division, man. <laughs> they started one and four <laughs> under Matt Rule. Finished six and six under Steve Wilkes. So this is not like a normal two-win team adding a number one pick. what they do this offseason, Go. They added
2: Bryce. They added Mingo with... Their next draft pick, which I think was the third, early third. Maybe they tried it up into the second. Irrelevant. Uh, they brought in Andy Dalton. The whole quarterback room is different than it was a year ago. Even PJ has moved on. Like they, the quarterback room, the coaches who coach the quarterbacks couldn't be a more new room if they tried. They brought in Adam Thielen, uh, DJ Chark, who is getting to, like, I like DJ Chark, but he's getting real Jeff Greeny, where it's just right. like the potential, he's he's going to be 27 this year, and we're still talking about Chark potential, and I don't even necessarily disagree with it. Hayden Hurst is here. Justin Houston is here. Miles Sanders is here. Uh, and Von Bell, who I feel like was a very quiet addition for them because he plays safety, and people hate safeties uh, during the passing oh era boy. for reasons I'll never understand. They did also. I mentioned they brought in Miles Sanders. Their whole running back rooms pretty different. I mean, Hubbard's back, but Deontay Foreman, who was good for him, gone, and it's still less than a year. Moved on from Christian McCaffrey, so a lot of differences for a team that was fine last year. Not great, not bad, fine. So a lot of lot of new differences. The one difference I can see from the Panthers and the Bucks. The Bucks are projected to have six hundred thousand in cap space for. This upcoming offseason, the Panthers are sitting in fifth right now with projected 20. And so they can only, like, both teams can obviously go up, but one team's starting off with quite a head start.
1: Brian Burns is one of those guys that might not be showing up for week one, also. So they could have traded for two firsts last year. Remember that?
0: I begged to trade it. That boy would have been in LA right now, setting up shop, having a great life. I might even got a third from the way they were talking. From what I saw from him, it seems like he does want to be there, which seems different than the other guys who are like, I don't care if I ever go in there ever again. So I imagine he'll get something worked out. They have a new everything room, as Carly was made, like new running back, receiver, like Thomas Brown's in there, offensive coordinator. He's the latest McVay guy. Josh McCown's in the quarterback room. Frank Reich's in there. The thing I wonder is, is, is chew him up Sanders, he doesn't get the rep as a pass a pass catcher. He caught 50 passes his rookie year for 10 yards a pop, and then they just didn't really throw to him. So I do wonder if it's been just a function of we have better people to throw to, we don't throw to running backs, or you're not this good at that, we're forcing you the ball. I wonder if they'll unlock that because Bryce Young throws to his running backs quite a bit.
1: Yeah, they have mentioned they want him to be a three-down back. That's what they envision him as, so... I He's
0: mean, they get gave the him 30, or they paid him yeah. decent money. So he'll – I imagine he'll get a run. Who's 89 telling us to be on the lookout for this same goal?
2: I mean, with them, it's like is the offensive line going to be better? Icky, who was their first-round pick last year, sixth overall, pretty middling as a rookie. PFF has him 47th out of 81 tackles. Obviously, you're a rookie. It's not going to be easy playing tackle in the NFL – so can he improve there? Uh, and then it's, it's kind of the defense. Like, is the, the defense going to do enough to keep them in games? Obviously, they've got Burns. They bring in Houston, which that was late in the offseason. So it's like they didn't really love their young guys, from what it sounds like, which is never great. And then can, can JC Horn play a full season and also keep elevating? Obviously, PS2 has become an elite guy. JC Horn was picked right after him, was never supposed to be as good as PS2, but how how wide is that gap going to be in talent? Can he
0: establish himself as a premier shutdown guy this year? You know who'd really help this defense, man? Hassan Reddick. Ooh, <laughs> Hassan Reddick looked like in that, that black and light blue. You saying something, Scoop?
1: Uh, yeah, they got the wide receiver Amir Smith-Marset. I believe he's the guy that was on the Chiefs, right? And then they cut him. People really liked him. They thought he would be good for the Chiefs, I believe, this year.
0: Well, it seems like he will have a chance. Again, respect to Adam Thielen, but it's the the, the clock is ticking. Like Cole said, Chark, we've heard it. Maybe it's, this is the year, but he's had some durability issues. Mingo heard nothing but good things. But it does seem like there will be an opportunity for another pass catcher to pop up there. Also, forgot they hit the defensive coordinator uh, Ijiro Ivero came in from the mm-hmm. Broncos. So you hear a lot about how well that defense for the Broncos played last year. He's in tow here. Have a few pieces. They're number seven and a half. They start off weeks one and two
2: with division games, which I feel like are going to be more important in this division than any other division. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and it's at Atlanta, at home versus the Saints. They've got to be one-on-one at worst coming out of those if you're trying to win this division because then they go to at Seattle, brutal early at Seattle trip, home for Minnesota. I don't care what we think of Minnesota against a team like this. Minnesota's going to put up points. And then they go at the Lions, at Miami, and then they have a week seven bye. So I feel like as bad of a start they had last year, they at least fired a guy, they they gave the ball to PJ. Like, that's kind of not on the table here this year. Reich will be there. Bryce will be there. They're going to have to go through some growing pains either immediately or they're going to have a hot first six weeks, and then coming off that bye, things might not be so sweet. But that first six games, like, they kind of have to come out sprinting, especially those two at Atlanta, New Orleans, weeks one and two. Like, that's – it's – that. I feel like they're going to be zero two, just because Atlanta plays such a different style of football. That's a tough week one test, and then New Orleans at home, cars like it's just a more veteran team, even if it's also new. I don't know. I'm, I think they could easily win this division, but right now I'm thinking like seven and ten probably.
0: So you go, you'll take the lower. They're number seven yeah, and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning that way.
1: Yeah, I'm going lower also. Just. I don't know about the offense. You know, I don't like the wide receiver room a lot. It's
0: uh, some catches there for the taking, I guess, to put it polite. I would go higher. I Like, just the Matt rule alone. <laughs> I just think of the Jaguars, like, just going from complete incompetence to Frank Reich, who, like, people agree is competent. We'll see how good, how competent. New coaching and staff. I mean, I've been in on Bryce. I think he is a floor raiser. So I will take like slow, like slightly, maybe eight, but eight might be enough for the, the division here. I'll go higher for the Panthers. Nah, boy, there are only three teams in this division. So there's no reason to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Now, their number is eight and a half. They were also seven and ten last year. I did see they have the easiest projected schedule in the league. Supposed to be food cake. What do these Falcons do this offseason? They drafted a running back. That's what they did. They drafted. <laughs> do, we John have to, Robinson. do we have to talk about these
2: guys for real? Hearing a lot of Mac Hollins is wide receiver. One talk all offseason. Uh, Mike Hughes to Heineke's here. Caleb McGarry was brought back. I do like their line, for what it's worth. And for a team that's very going to be offense running offense. the ball yeah. exclusively, they know what they're doing. They brought in Jesse Bates. Uh, I think it's very funny. Von Bell and Jesse Bates were like, let's just try out this shit division. <laughs> How does that sound? They both become first-team all-pro. And uh, the baby boy, Bud Dupree, is here. Um, I don't... I kind of like the Falcons. <laughs> it's very weird. Now, again, this team has, like... 33 total sacks over the last four or five seasons. Like it's not a team that's getting home on your quarterback. So that's tough. Oh yeah. They also took a flyer on Jeffrey Okuda, which I like. I don't necessarily know if it's going to work or not, but I like that. They were like, Hey, we need somebody. Yeah. Terrell had kind of a down year last year. I I still think he's an upper echelon corner. Uh, But yeah, this team just does not get pressure in the slightest, but I feel like this offense, they took Bergeron out of Syracuse. Uh, Lindstrom was the number one guard in football last year. McGarry was the number four tackle. Matthews was the number 16 tackle. Like, this offense is going to be moving people down the field, even if it's not the way any other team tries to move the ball down the field. Right, and that's
1: since
0: 1948. <laughs> at least
1: this is a team that doesn't use utensils because god gave us two hands to eat with that's a quote from mac collins mm-hmm.
0: i was gonna say, I sound like real arthur smith hours i like something he would definitely yell in front of the team to try to rile up the boys and it would not work at all this is year three for arthur smith two seasons two seven win seasons a high floor like on him and the type of offense he runs as Coley has said they're just like can Desmond Ritter be what Marcus Mariota was advertised to be like Mariota's supposed to be like the he's a little mobile but he's a safe quarterback he can sustain a drive and not make mistakes Marcus Mariota was top five in interception rate and finished (laughs) top five in fumbles despite only playing 13 games (laughs) last year he was not the safe guy can Desmond Ritter just just be that just be that, because as wild as it is, the quarterbacks for the Arthur Smith offense have been beyond washed Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, and now year two Ritter. Just can you maybe be better than those guys? Remains to be seen. Yeah, I lean no. <laughs> right, we will find out shortly. We will find out very shortly. Which stinks, because like you said, the line is really good. Pitts and Drake, London, uh, ranked well. Like numbers, fantasy wise, they did not rank well. Real life football, they ranked well, just didn't really get the ball that much. Maybe they do this year. Bijan's in there. Algier was great last year. So the weapons are there. They just can't rush the passer at all. They haven't gotten a sack since Vic Beasley in 2015, I think, was what I saw on the BFL. <laughs> that was the last time they sacked a quarterback. <laughs> And Calais Campbell in there, who's just a generally always solid guy, but another year away from injury. Hope he takes a step forward. But they, uh, they need a pass rusher, pass rushers in the worst way. They got any tough schedule? Or do they play a single tough game at all? Who do they who do they play in this angel food cake schedule? No, I mean they play Scoobs
2: Packers, Detroit at Detroit, at Jacksonville weeks two, three, four. So that's not the easiest. They've got a week 11 bye, uh, which I feel is perfect. And then coming off the bye, coming off the bye is kind of where they'll know if they won this division or if they have to keep fighting because they get the Saints at home at the Jets, which projects to be a really tough game, the Bucks, and at Carolina. So two division games at home at Carolina. And then they play the Saints to end the season at the Saints. But there's coming off the bye, Saints, Bucks, Panthers with the Jets sprinkled in there. You win those three games. I feel like you've already you've won the division well before Christmas.
0: I legit wonder, should teams for this division in particular just be like, guys, we're just going to scout so hard for the six division games? That's it. We're not scouting for like eight other games. We need to win the six division games. and may be too possible. <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> right. re- it's really it. Hey, we host a playoff game. Walk right into that. Eight and a half is the number for these Atlanta Falcons. Again, seven and ten last year. What are we thinking, boys?
1: I hate it, but I think I gotta go higher. I think I gotta go higher because I, I can I can, I can see like eleven wins here. <laughs> Arthur Smith believer school. If things if things go right and they they were bringing rocks to knife fights last year and they were actually making the games like close, almost winning them. So I I feel like the defense might actually be a little better this year. The secondary is going to be better. So uh, I'm going higher. I think this team's going to be good. I think they win the division. It's them or the Saints. We haven't talked about the Saints yet, but Scoops Falcons. <laughs> um, starting to buy in, although I do hate the wide receivers, outside of Matt Collins and Drake, but the other guys, not real people. Not real well, people. they don't have
0: other wide receivers. They just yeah, put
1: yeah.
0: fullbacks in yeah,
1: so,
2: yeah. So I think that's the funniest part. PFF only has six fullbacks like that qualified <laughs> last year. The Falcons have number four of six. How they don't have one is beyond me.
0: Well, it's got to be juice chick, I man, but they should have two through six. They should have right. like, literally all the other ones. Eight and
2: a half, Colin. Yeah, I mean, part of me thinks uh, an eight and nine team can win this division, so I am tempted to say last year. That well, that's what I mean. Like, I am tempted to say they go lower, but they win the division. But yeah, I kind of, I am kind of with Scoob. I can see double digit, double digit Falcons wins here. But I also do wonder, like, how long does this offense catch the rest of the league by surprise? Obviously, you just it's year three. You said of Arthur Arthur Smith, year number three. year three so he hasn't seen the whole league yet and even in his own division there's been new coaches in there so i feel like by next year you're really gonna learn the forward pass this year i think they could skate on it next year i don't think this this uh these little tricks work anymore
0: i'll go higher as well i think the case is because Arthur smith he's like i these are the tricks i have I ran them in Tennessee. That's how I got this job. (laughs) His bet is we just keep upgrading the talent. Like, now I'm just going to run everything I ran for Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. I'm just going to give those touches to B. John Robinson. (laughs) And if you can stop that, good luck to you. But few have. Again, I I don't see the upside. Like, I don't think they – I don't know who I'm going with to win this division. I don't see double-digit wins. But again, the Author Smith floor is relatively high. So I will take slightly higher. Maybe a nine and nine and eight Falcons feels like a career Author Smith year. And then it but we also look up and it's like, hey, what do you know? They don't have a sack through six weeks at the season. <laughs> they have it their pressure rate is two percent. <laughs> All three
2: higher on the Falcons? Is this what I'm yeah, led to? Believe? Oh, and 17 on deck. Like, there's no
0: way. Or 17 and 0. We're dead on, or we could we're not dead. have been more. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> three hires for the Falcons. We move on to the last team, the New Orleans Saints. Their number comes in at nine and a half. They were seven and 10 last year. <laughs> they come in with the second easiest schedule, projected schedule. What did they do this offseason? Goal?
2: They brought in Derek Carr, who he's not as bad as anyone th- thinks he is. He's not as good as anyone thinks he is. He just kind of is. He exists. He's an alive boy, is what we say. They brought in Foster Moreau, who, is he cleared? He had weird stuff going on, too. Yeah, he's so, back. You know. He had leukemia. He yeah, leukemia. Yeah, weird, weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They brought in Jamal Williams, who immediately makes us the most fun locker room in the league. Uh, Michael Thomas is still here. He's Remains to be seen what happens with that. Uh, and Andy Dalton's no longer here. Still in the division, but no longer here. Uh, as Scoo always says, a really strong defense. I do like the defense. Um, and Chris Olave, year two, which can only be a good thing.
0: Marshawn Lattimore missed 10 games last year. He figures to be healthy. was there for the, for the box ones games. With Mike Evans. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> he, is, Which way is it? He's got Evans. No, Evans has his, right? No, he has Evans. He has. Okay. okay that's what it, I was like. <laughs> yeah, it's like.
2: <laughs> Mike Evans would be a 2,000 yard guy for one of those pesky saints twice a year. I was going to say
0: at that Hall of Fame ceremony, they should have Marshawn Lattimore. Like undo the bus for him, and it's just Ladmore just in his face playing basketball defense.
2: He won't let you get your bus until you get by him. You have to
0: touch it. Like you have to <laughs> it's Just like fuck, man. I'm never coming back to Canton. I guess it's it for me in Ohio. A live cam on his bus, like
2: when a pantha when a panda is going to give birth at like the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> you can watch the live stream, just a constant perpetual live stream of Mike Evans' unsheathed bust outside. It's just like, up, oh, oh, he's trying to come from he to the helicopter. Lattimore just also, a rival helicopter swoops in.
0: It should just show like a ring cam, like nothing unless there's action. You just see like Mike Evans like, I uh, <laughs> Like a very selfish deer. Yeah, Yeah, then Lattimore (laughs) just steers them out of bounds, man. It's second and 10. Second and 10. The thing about – I guess I'm lower on their defense. They were 30th in pressure rate last year. So Cam Jordan getting a year older, didn't have a lot of help. Marcus Davenport, he had half a sack, but his pressure and pressure rate stuff was good. He's out. So I just wonder, yeah, who's helping him and Demario Davis really? Like, I'm all, in on, I'm all in on some parts of this team and all out on other parts. I think that's why I'm generally lower. Like, Olave is a stud. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is just year four of this is the year Michael Thomas that I'm hearing. Michael Thomas is back into the, the mix. I don't know. Like, Taysom Hill, Juwan Johnson, very solid options. Is Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator from last year, is he going to use them correctly? Cause to his credit, he had Andy Dalton playing really well last year. So is he going to use them correctly? What does Kamara have left after, what's he got, three games, first three yeah, or four games? Three. But I like Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller. So I'm very high and low on this team. Yeah. What, what other young players there? Well, it's year two of Scoo's
2: boy Trevor Penning um, <sighs> after a very abridged year one. He looks That's better why this I, year, i heard. It'd be hard to look worse. So that's where it's like I don't. It's they're just a over, as an organization, a very confounding organization. I don't like the head coach. I like a lot of the players here. Uh, I. They've they've never once had cap space. Perpetual cap hell. They're able to sign guys. I just don't I never know what to make of this team. Feels like they've left Super Bowls on the board during the Breeze Peyton era. And then it's like they trade multiple picks to go get Trevor Penning, and it's like, well, that was stupid. Then they get picks for trading away the coach that didn't want to coach for them. It's like that was really smart. So I don't know what to ever make of the Saints. If I think they're gonna be good, they stink. If I think they're gonna stink, they're fine. Like there's no I'm never I don't think I've ever once been right about the Saints.
0: So you pick first. I'm on lower fade <laughs> yeah. new. Uh, nine and a half is the number school.
1: Uh, I think I got to go lower. I got to go lower. I just, I don't like Dennis Allen as a coach. I feel like if this team would be a lot better if they didn't have him as the head coach, he just, his record in his career is pretty bad, you know? So I don't think he gets that offense going. I think the Knights- yelled at me.
0: I was the only one low on the Saints, and now everybody says the Saints stink.
2: <laughs> well, it's like I don't. I don't think they're a lock to win double digit games. Then yeah. so that's where Agreed. nine and a half is. <laughs> yeah. Nine and a half's a bit rich for my blood. I know they're saying someone's going to win this division, and there was some. I was like ESPN's New Orleans. One of those guys was like, "This team doesn't play a single real quarterback, pretty much all year." And I feel like that's a bit extreme. Uh, it's a bit extreme. They get healthy Tannehill week one. So it's like, yeah, if, if they got Tennessee later in the season, yeah, you don't know who you're going to be playing. Tannehill, as far as I know, is going to be playing that week. That's better than a lot of the swill they're going to be playing. They get Bryce week two. We don't know. We just don't know. Uh, we get Jordan Love week three. By then we'll know. Right now we don't know. Uh, they get Baker week four. We know. Very certain. (laughs) They get Mac week five. We know pretty sure Uh, CJ week six. We have no idea MVP Trevor Lawrence week seven. That's a tough scene. Anthony Richardson no idea. Justin Fields uh, good luck running around chasing Justin Fields. Kirk Cousins week ten. Kirk Cousins probably going to win that game. Uh, Then they get Falcons Jared Goff Panthers Daniel Dimes whoever the Rams quarterback is on December twenty first bucks Falcons, so it's like I. It's not the toughest schedule, obviously, that but cake. that's fit. easier than the Falcons. <laughs> the Giants, like the giant, if the Giants were playing the Saints week one, I think the Giants would be like a four and a half point favorite, probably.
1: Hmm. I kind of want to change my pick to the higher. I still time school. I flip flop. We're still talking higher. three. Nine and a half higher. is the number. Because, yeah, Coley's right. These are these are some pretty bad quarterback teams. A lot of question marks here where I think this defense is going to make these. Like, the Saints defense is going to give hell to, like, Anthony Richardson week eight. Like, I just I just see that coming. So, yeah. So, I'm just going to go higher here. It'll be a, an ugly ten, but they'll get ten.
0: Oh, whatever. If anybody in this division gets t- Like, I think, again, we see four teams in between probably seven and ten wins. I don't know. Like, same as last year. Maybe I'm going to finish with seven.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you think the box? Oh, no, I forgot about them. They're
0: awful. (laughs) Um, But the teams that matter. I will go. Yeah, I'm going. I just don't. Like, I I just had in my mind that Saints defense. And if y'all going to be 30th in pressure rate. Are y'all even going to be able to force these bad quarterbacks into these bad decisions? So I will go. Yeah, I'm going lower. With Coley there on these Saints. Even if I do, again, admittedly, the parts I like of this team and franchise, I really like. So if next year they're like, hey, the old guys and Dennis Allen are out, I'm in on the Saints to win 13 and a half. But this ain't next year. It's a lower for me, dog. The NFC and AFC South are
2: matched up this year, and I feel like that should just be every year. They don't deserve (laughs) to play the rest of
0: the league. Yeah, and we shouldn't be subject to it. Like, go put those, the NBA TV <laughs> Playoff series? Raptors,
2: Pacers, yeah. Yeah.
0: AFC MC <laughs> South, every game. To recap. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six and a half. We are all lower. Carolina Panthers, their number is seven and a half. I am higher. You two are lower. The Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. Can I push on eight and a half? I haven't used my push yet. Can I just <laughs> I think they're just mid again.
1: They could have a tie. Would that count as a, ta- a half?
0: Eight, eight and the- one.
1: Very obvious. Vegas percent. would not
0: acknowledge that, but <laughs> I kind of feel like they're eight, eight and one. But I will, I'll stick higher. Let's go. This should be a fun offense, if nothing else. We're all three higher on the Falcons, and the Saints nine and a half. Scoob is higher. Cole and I are lower. That was the NFC sound.
1: Bad division
0: for worse or worse. Sir.
1: That was the <laughs> NFC
0: South. We got anything else on any of these teams ever again? No, I, I don't see it. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. Please hit that thumbs up. We have, yeah, we're done with them now. Going through the South last couple weeks, we knocked out the East. So, I mean, y'all know the direction. The <laughs> thumbs up, please, and thank you. Subscribe. We'll catch you when
1: we catch you.